question on how to study for the exam. First of all, read the fucking book. You gotta read the book, okay? If you try to just do questions, you're gonna end up coming to me or another tutor and spending a lot of money. Read the damn book. Can't say that enough. Get through it one time. Don't take a lot of notes, unless you're a really good note taker. But if you take the, if you take a lot of notes, what's gonna happen is you're gonna sit there and take forever to finish it. Get through the book one time, one time at least. Try to get the big picture. Options, maybe you gotta do a couple times through practice exams. But then just start taking quizzes on each chapter. Each chapter, take 10 to 15 questions on each chapter. Anything you get less than a 75 on, reread the chapter or that section, whatever it is. It's time consuming, but you gotta do it. Then once you're passing all them, then start finals. Finals, doing finals is not studying. Doing finals is to find out where you're weak. That's not a form of study. Yes, you're gonna get advice from people to say, just take a lot of tests. You know what, you don't meet the 50% of people who fail doing that because you're now doing something else. This job takes that kind of dedication. You need to read, quiz, and then study. If you need help with options, go. Either hire me, hire someone else, talk to people, or I have a bunch of videos on YouTube that will help you, okay? Now, after you do, if you've done all the quizzes and the finals, every time you do a quiz, do a quiz, after, do a quiz, reread the chapter. Once you get to the finals, take a final. Then the lowest two sections, reread those chapters. It's testing and reading, testing and reading, both of them together. I'm gonna repeat that, that's my fucking mantra. You gotta read the book. If you don't, you're gonna have a problem. Also, don't look for which vendor mimics the exam. None of them do. Very few, you're gonna see, you're gonna hear from people, oh, Kaplan does, STC does, Achievable does. None of them do. You may get lucky on a few, but that's not what it's about. You're not trying to mimic the test. Yes, that'd be great. If I could write a bunch of questions that looked like the exam, I'd be a millionaire, okay? Instead of just a hundredaire, okay? So no one does it. There's not one vendor. And FINRA is super aggressive about not letting people mimic the exams. They sued training consultants like 10 years ago because your questions are so damn close. Nobody wants to do that. And the Roman numeral stuff, yeah, people do Roman numerals because it's easy to write questions that way. If somebody asked me to write questions, if I have to do the ABCD ones, I, I could probably do like 10 questions an hour. Give me Roman numerals, I can probably bang out 30 questions an hour. Maybe, maybe less, but a lot more because Roman numerals are easier to write and that's why they have a lot of them. I want you to treat the tests as a way to test your knowledge, not to mimic the exam. The more you know, the easier it is. Follow me on YouTube. I got a bunch of stuff. Live Q&A every Tuesday and Thursday nights. Let's pass this fucker. Welcome to the live Thursday night live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the live. Hope we're gonna get to, right now. I got nobody watching me, so I'm all alone. No, I got like 25, 60, 26 people. Um, I'm happy to be here. It's second favorite night of the week. First favorite first one is Tuesday night. This is my backup night. This is awesome. I am so happy to see everyone here. And um, I think we're gonna have we're having a good time tonight. Hopefully, we'll have a good time. Or I'm just gonna talk to myself for the first goddamn 10 minutes and then we'll just shut her down michelle jones how are you okay so uh motivating mom how are you the mother of 32 children boom one two you three four i love it how welcome you guys okay i know i'm telling you mike you're gonna do it for the 24 i know absolutely let's go baby michael welcome on hey. 
Is that a good one? Or what about this one? That's going to be for Michael. I'm just got demodified, baby. Go, Michael. This is going to be for you. This is going to hype you guys up. Remember, everyone who's taking the test, you got to take this shit like a goddamn badass. Okay? You're going to take it like a goddamn badass. I just got demonetized for copyright check. One a boom. Okay. Michael, we got this, right? We're going to nail that. Megan, Megan, we're going to nail this. Okay. Let's get into it, peoples. Okay. Series 6 at 10 a.m. That means in however many hours, 14 hours, 15 hours, you're going to be a registered rep. One, two, three, three, four. Okay. Okay. Michelle, how are we doing? Daisy, welcome on. I hope we don't scare you. Nico. Nico Suave. I know it's Rico, but it sounds good. <coughs> Hi, 12, baby. Okay, let's get into this shit. Okay. One, two, you, three, four. I know you're taking it tomorrow. In 15 hours, you're going to be a registered rep, and you're going to have the, the six behind you, baby. Okay. Daisy, welcome on, Daisy Cano. Welcome. Welcome. I do this every Tuesday and Thursday night. I'm here to hype your shit up and get you guys fucking ready. For you guys' questions. I saw a couple of questions come through already. Now, a couple quick things. Remember, go check out. If you want tutoring, I'm here to help you. That's my website. If you don't want me and I'm too fucking expensive, I'm too hyper, whatever it is, you don't like my ass, go check out Michael Weiss at series7examtutor.com. Also, check out Brandon Rith. Brandon Rith is pretty damn good. He's over on Basic Wisdom. Susie Rhodes over at Passmaster has some good chat. Good videos over there. Go check out Brian Lee over at Test Geek. Okay. Also, remember, I got links for STC. You get a 15% discount for everything you do in STC. And if you do Achievable, I get a $10 discount for everything you do on Achievable. Just check out the links. Probably not in this video, not till tomorrow. Boom. Brittany, I know we're going to get this. We got this, baby. Let's get into it. I agree. Michael, we're get, Michael has requested his song when he passes his cult of personality. So I refuse to play that on here. That song is banned on here, even though I'll get a copyright strike. Banned on here until he passes. So no one can hear that song. Okay, let's get into Vincent Madalena. Okay, now. Jocelyn took it two years ago and you're still coming back. I love it. Okay, hold on. Okay. Jocelyn, we're going to nail this. We got tomorrow, right? 66, baby. We're telling the 66 gods that you're going to kick that fucking shit's ass. What? You, what did I say? Yes, you're going to take like a bad bitch. No weak-ass bitches on here. We're going to fucking nail that test, right? That's the goal. Nail the test. You're going to take like a savage. And remember, at the first five, you go back and check because that's when you're not in the role. Okay. Marie, I love it. You're on roll. You're back. You're back, right? We're back. Oh, it's it. I saw you on Facebook, right? Okay. Boom. You're going to nail this. I love seeing the name sometimes. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Good. Oh, someone's walking, watching from X. That's insane. I never get that. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Nico, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's mostly just what they can and can't do. It's not as hard as you think it is, Nico. Okay. Let me get into this. Did anyone pass? Let's see. Make sure. We all got to be hyped up, babies. Got it. Let's see. Facebook user. Boom. Boom. Okay. Brittany, happy to have you here, baby. Okay. Oh, Dane, add the hammer. Dane, the hammer. Yes, you need to take this shit. Get the SAE. Look, get this shit behind you. Get the SAE. Get the seven. Get all this shit done. Okay, let me get on this now. What's his name? I had a question. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? 
Vincent Madalena, back to you. Okay, Vincent Madalena, hey, can you explain agency cross transactions and the brochure rule? Two questions in one. Why I can do that? Okay, so an agency cross transaction is when an investment advisor, we'll do the investment advisor first because it's more important. Say you're the advisor and you have a client who wants to buy IBM and he gives you an order to buy 50,000 shares of IBM. And you go, wait a second, Bobby, Bobby down in Georgia wanted to sell IBM. So I reach out to Bobby and say, hey, listen, I got a buyer for 50,000 shares. I already asked him. He said it's okay because you got to get permission. I'm asking you, do you mind if I take an order to sell and I cross this shit? I'll just cross them up. He goes, Bobby Joe goes, sure, I trust you. I trust you, Vincent. And he gives you the order and then Joe buys from Bobby and you charge a commission on both sides. As long as you get permission from both sides and as long as one side is unsolicited, you're good to go. That's an agency cross transaction. Broker dealers do it all day long. IAs have to get permission every time. Oh, smooth. Okay, it's iced tea. That looks better than it is. Okay, so now, a brochure rule. I have I have a whole video on the form ADV, but we're going to go into this. So the brochure is a form ADV part dose, okay? Now, here's the deal on the brochure rule. It must be delivered at or prior to signing the contract. Remember, it's a disclosure doc, right? You have to, it has to be delivered at or prior to signing the contract. Okay? has to be delivered at or prior to signing the contract. So... Once we sign it, once we send it out, you should sign to show that you've had it, okay? So you get it. At, now, here's the deal. That's the rule. As far as who the states have a different rule, they add on to this. The states have a rule. They would like you to have it four days ahead of them. We're going to go back to this. You have to deliver the brochure at or prior to signing the contract. If you... I got people walking around. I get all distracted. See what happened when you get old? Okay. That's fine. That's the rule straight across. The, the add-on to this is that the states go, that's fine. You can deliver it at or prior to signing the contract. But as long as you deliver it 48 hours ahead of time, they're bound. If you don't, if you don't deliver it before 48 hours, this is state rule only, not federal, 48 hours before they sign the contract, then they get five days to back out of the contract. Okay? So if you deliver it, 48 hours before they sign the contract, once they sign it, they're in. If you deliver it within the 48 hours, then they get five days. But the rule is still at or prior. You can't, that doesn't matter. At or prior to signing the contract is the rule. But the states add a little tweet onto it and say, listen, you got to give it to them 48 hours ahead of time. Or they get to boom. Okay. Now let's move on. One, two, you, three, four, you're going to nail this tomorrow. 15 hours from now, you're going to be in great. Megan, so how do we feel? Get some sleep, right? If, tomorrow morning, afternoon, whatever it is, get some sleep. And remember, what's the last thing you read? Customer accounts. Watch the crash course stuff, but make sure you read customer accounts before you do anything. That's the last thing you do. Michael, that's going to be for you. Boom, you're going to nail this. You're going to nail the six on Monday. Again, you too. The six or the seven, make sure that customer accounts is done. Okay. Brittany, we're here for you. Okay, Dane. Yeah, okay. I met with an employer today who said I could have a chance to become an advisor and said I need to take the SIE. Right, so if you want to become an advisor, you have to take the SIE first. Well, you don't have to take it first. You have to take the SIE, the 6 or the 7, and then the NASA exams, either the 63, 65, or the 66. Um, if you take the 6, you have to do the 63, 65 route. If you take the 7, you can do the 63, 65, or the 66. 
And if you're just working for a broker dealer, you just need the 63. You don't even need the 65. Okay. But it's a great way. If you can do that, look, you can self-sponsor for the SIE and then the NASA exams. And then the, you can do that without taking a chance, without giving a job. It's probably a good thing to get onto your resume. So then if there is an opening in a personal banker or financial advisor part, you can you can move. Okay. Boom, we're going to get this. Okay, you only have a week and a half to study. You're going to nail this. Just take your time, Jocelyn. Read every word. Up, Chuck. What's up, Chuck? Okay. Okay, I have videos on this, but let's talk about this. So insurance, so let's think about what insurance is, right? For the Series 6, it's not going to be the end the 66. It's not heavy, but you do need to know it, okay? Um, term insurance is like when you're renting insurance, right? So term insurance is... Um, is literally just you're buying insurance for a specific period, whether it's, you know, whether it's whether it's two years, five years, 10 years, whatever it is. But once it expires, it expires. Once the insurance, once it ends, once a term, that's why it's called term, like you're like you're renting insurance. OK, it is strictly for a specific amount of time and no longer. So if you buy in 10 year term insurance and you die after 11 years, your family doesn't get any money. But if you die during the period, you do. And the reason you do that is because it's cheaper. A lot of people, what they do is they start with term. And then usually within the first year or two, you can convert it into permanent life. Permanent life means as long as you keep making payments, as long as you keep making payments, you can get, um, you'll keep the insurance. Okay. Now, inside of the whole insurance or the permanent, there's three types. There's whole, universal, and variable. Whole life is a fixed premium, fixed growth. When you put the money in, you remember. So this is a difference. Term, you're like renting. You put money in, you don't get it. There's no cash value, no growth, no nothing. So it's like literally like renting an apartment or renting insurance. Whole life or permanent life, you're actually putting money in. So as you as you put money in, some of it goes towards your account and it grows in cash value toward the money you have. But remember, no matter what, no matter what kind of insurance you have, if you die, they pay you the death benefit. Even if you've only paid in 30 grand and you have a million dollar policy, your family's getting a million. You're not getting anything because you're dead. So permanent life insurance is whole life, which means the money goes in. You have a fixed premium every month. You can't miss. Um, it grows at a fixed rate, like, you know, 4%, 5%, whatever it is. And you have a fixed death benefit. That's the basic one. That's just the basic. Nobody, not a lot of people do that anymore. Then they have universal where you can adjust the payments. Okay, I have the videos on this. It's still it's still not a security. Whole and universal are not securities because there's no risk, right? They're guaranteed to go up. They have a fixed return. But the thing about universal is you can underfund or overfund, meaning you can put less in. Okay, so say your payments are a thousand a month, and you know you say you're not doing that well this the next two months. So what you do is maybe you pay eight hundred a month, and then what you do is at the end of the year you make them up by making more. If you make up what you're supposed to do, then nothing changes. But let's say you can only afford the 800 going forward, then they will adjust your death benefit down to a, 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 to adjust for that. Okay, so um, if we have the it's a, the universal, you can adjust the payments. Now, what's cool about universal is you can overfund it too, which means say you should do a thousand a month, and if say you miss the you know, over the whole year, your death benefit drop. But if you put more in, if you overfund it, consider that you put in 1500 at the end of the year, they go, oh, look, you put in an extra 50%. They're going to bump up your death benefit. So it's kind of, you can overfund or underfund it. But again, not a security. 
The last one is a variable. Variable means the payments are fixed, okay? It's a fixed premium. You're paying the 1000 a month, okay? But the money grows at a variable rate. It's held in the separate or the sub-account. So the money's invested in mutual funds, stocks, bonds, I mean, inside the mutual funds. And your the return of that portfolio determines what your cash flow is going to be. Because remember, on term, you only... Um, term you want to get a fixed rate you know it's you're renting it there's no cash value here as you put money in, it's building in your kitty in your pool and as you're putting more money in, it's growing it's a returning so fixed and um whole life and universal grows at a fixed rate whatever it is but variable it grows at a variable rate so you hopefully get more and you'll offset inflation because it'll be better than that. you'll do better than that but they all do the same thing if you die you get paid and the thing about permanent is it means it goes forever i mean Usually they don't make you pay. Once you turn 99, you can stop paying or some age. But either way, you have it for life. You're guaranteed a death benefit for life. Where term, it's only until um, you you stop making payments. But you can do what they call guaranteed renewal, which I saw a question on. Where if you do term and you say, I want a 10-year term and I want guaranteed renewal, that means at the end of the 10 years, they will absolutely renew you for a new 10-year policy or whatever it is. And they don't need to do another physical to see if you're insurable. But they will raise the premiums because you're older. They can do that. Hopefully, hopefully that helped a little bit. Up, Chuck. Okay. Now, um, as far as questions go, um, that's usually done like in a session or something. I'm not telling you to do that. But um, most of the time, they're going to ask stuff like, you know, if if you find out the broker dealer is bankrupt, what do they do? You revoke them. Okay. If you find out that, where do you have jurisdiction, but not super hard ones, like jurisdictions in the state, can you suspend, deny, revoke? What is canceling do? Stuff like that. Those are all the administration administrative questions. It's all about what they can and can't do. It's not super hard, but you got to read it. Um, they might say, can you enjoin them? No, you can't. A court has to do that. All little things. It's mostly going to be a scenario and whether you can do it or not. Like, can the administrator, like I got a question, or sort of a question, where it was like, the administrator, what's true? And the, or what is not true? And it was like, they set the record. They set the the, the um the financials for the state of covered advisors. They have jurisdiction over broker dealers. And the first one was require SEC registered advisors to keep paperwork. And the answer is no on that because the SEC does it. The administrators don't have jurisdiction over they don't have jurisdiction over federal covered advisors. Things like that. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what the trend? One of the questions, the disadvantage of a trench on death, I'll get to. Okay. Yeah, it's not that it's a lease. It's just it's easy. It's easily test. It's easy stuff. Because, okay, I'll get to in a second. One, two, three, four. Okay. Oh, motivated. That's good. You study for the 63. You have to take. Catherine, boom. You're done. Okay. Study for the 63, but I had to take a break to write my first variable annuity. Congratulations, motivating mom. That is awesome. Yeah, Louis, that's what it's going to be the disadvantages. Can anyone tell me what the disadvantages of a TOD account are? Um, now you're studying for the 623. Let's go on it. Guys, um, remember something. When you're studying for the 63, you got to get the dishonest and unethical stuff down. It is big, okay? It's a timing test. The 63 is absolutely a test where the time crunch is real, okay? So you have to make sure that you, when you take, you take a bunch of 63 exams, okay? You take, once you get through the book, once or twice, read the, do the questions. You have to take finals and get yourself an hour or less, 50 to 55 minutes to an hour is fine. You don't want to go too soon because you make stupid mistakes, but 50 to 50 minutes to an hour is the way it should be. That's how long you should be taking these exams because the, on the test, the time crunch is real.
Um, I don't know about tricks. Just make sure. Here's the big thing. I have the whole 66 quick and dirty and the 63 quick and dirty. That's I have the whole crunch course playlist, which will help you a lot. And they'll tell you some of the tricks. But really, the biggest thing is you have to read every word. I know it sounds like a blow off, but you have to read every single word. And that's where it happens because you'll get a question like, oh, the, uh, a, a New York Stock Exchange stock is exempt because. And the first part will say because it's traded on an exchange, okay, or it's federally covered. And then the second part says because it's it's approved for the by the SEC, okay. The first part's right. The second part's wrong, okay. That makes it wrong, and that's why you have to read every word because if any part of an answer is wrong, the entire answer is wrong. Okay, I have. I'll do sinking fund, Diego. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, advise them what we'd recommend for a cheat sheet for the SIE. Okay, so I have a video on that. It's called the Series 7 Cheat Sheet, but it does both the SIE and the 7. Um, they, they Remember, a cheat sheet is very personal. And in case anyone doesn't know what that is, you're not really cheating. What you're doing is when you sit down for the test, after you start the test, you get a whiteboard and you write down little things to remember, like memory things, okay? Those are things that you're pushing for you. So like you would put on this, you would put, the bond triangle or bond CISO, whatever you use. You would use the uh, the options tr tr box or whatever, the matrix. You put slobs over bliss. Maybe you put like treasures in 30 seconds. Maybe you put the current yield formula or maybe a stock split formulas, stuff like that. Nothing, no, don't overdo it. But I have a video on that called the Series 7 Dump Sheet. Dump Sheet, you can go check that out. Remember, it's definitely personal to you. That's just like my personal opinion, okay? <clears throat> I like that question, Moody. I'm, I'm going to get that. Hold on. Ryan, we're going to get this. Take in the SA. We're going to get you over this together. Okay. 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 Go. F so, high 12. Go. Go find. Here's the thing. Go into. Go find my Series 65, 66. Oh, my God. I, I have such a brain aneurysm for that now. Um. Crash course. I have a couple of mnemonics in there. Actually, if you go on the Series 7 crash course, you'll see it too. But there's a mnemonics one. I have I have a gorilla style. Um, I have a gorilla style and I have the quick and dirties. Those will help you high 12 for that. Okay. That is awesome, Vincent. That is awesome. Okay. Okay. Because I have to get to this. Good for them, Kaplan says it's low. Here's my problem. It's heavily enough tested. You're going to get a few questions on it, and it's easy. Why would you not read that the night before? Because the problem with customer accounts is that it's just things, right? And what happens is the worst feeling in the world is when you take a test and you go, I used to know that. That's the thing. I used to know that, right? And then you're like, wow, I remember that. I remember there's some about customer accounts. They're going to ask you about joint accounts. They're going to ask you about single accounts. Those are all important things, okay? So I know that it seems like it's at least part. But it's easy stuff, and it's, it's there's enough questions on it to make a difference, and it's easy to do. That's the thing. It's easy. So stick to the – so just it, – it'd take you probably 15 minutes to read it. Um, Yeah. Okay. 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 Now, um, here's your best bet. Demolition, what do you mean? This is – that's for the 65. Okay. That's for what she's talking about, the Series 6. It's a different exam. Um, 
yeah, I, go find my quick and dirty. You got to get the, again, you got to get the um, the economics. Here's my big thing. Tomorrow you're taking it. There's not much I can tell you, right? There's not much I can tell you on this other than find my 63 and 60 quick and dirty or find the, why do I have such a tough time saying it now? That's funny. Boom. I get it. I get it, Facebook user. I get it. Shot in the chest. Don't worry about it. Nobody. Trust me. It's it's a short-term problem when you fail. Um, what the hell do I call them? My stupid things. I'm having a real problem. I must be getting old. That's I get, people. Don't get old, people. Because it's some real shit. Why can't I think of this word? It's crazy. It's the... Crash course. I can't. Wow. It's something's going on with me. Uh oh. So it's a find my crash course playlist. It's going to help you more than anything else. Okay. Okay. Boom. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't it's for the 66. Watch my crash course stuff. I finally said it. Watch the crash course playlist. Um, don't sweat the math. That's the thing. If you're on mid to high 70s on Kaplan, you know enough to pass. Do not sweat the math. It's not a math test. I promise you. Okay. Ivy, how are you? Okay. Okay. Per capita, they're not going to go deep into it. Per, per stirpes is per branch. So that means, so if they have three people and say you have three children and one of them dies, their family still gets money. Okay. They're still gets, they're going to get their portion of it. So it's going to be one third, one third, and, and, and then what is going to be like a sixth and a sixth. Okay. That's per stirpes, okay? So the branch keeps getting it. Now, per capita, that's, remember, if they, one of your children died. So now here's the thing. So it's per, uh, let me do it that way. So per stirpes, three people, one dies, one third, one third, and they, and they get a third, okay? Per capita is similar. It depends how they list it, okay? And it's probably not going to be that tested that heavy. But per capita, if it's per my children, if you do, if it's per capita per my children, here's what happens. Three children, one dies, they get everything, okay? Now, if it's per capita per my descendants, everyone gets a split. One third, one third, two, two. And say this person has two children. One third, one third, and this third person who died first, their children, if they have two kids, would each split a six, so they have all of the same amount. That's what they do. Again, not too deep. Okay, I took a week from studying, and now I'm back at it. I feel like I'm having a hard time getting back into the routine. Okay, all you have to do is just watch videos. That's all I want you to do is just watch videos for the first couple days just to get back into it. You know, I'll see you on Friday night, tomorrow night. I'll know I'll see you on the Zoom group. Um, make sure you um, just do a little bit at a time and then build up. And maybe find an account, somebody that you can text every day that you say, oh, I did this, I did that. It'll get you into it. And then think, watch the videos, small bites at a time, like, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes and then take a break, 10, 15 minutes. Take a break and then go back to reading. It's hard to do. It's it's really hard to come to come to miss and then come back. But we're with you, right? We got you, Alexa. Okay. Also, guys, don't forget. I do a um. I didn't bring it up in the beginning. I have a Zoom group membership. If you do the join the membership on YouTube, I have six bucks a month or something like that. You get to see all the membership videos. If you do twenty bucks a month, you get all my options videos. Plus, there's other ones. Anytime you go up, you get everything below it. If you do twenty five bucks a month, you get the seven class, the options videos, and then the membership replays. If you do the 50 bucks a month, which is an options class on Friday night, a, um, a series seven class or a 65, um, 
then you also get the options video and then the replays of the classes. It's worth it. I think it is. I, I, it, I mean, in reality, if you do the, if you're taking the seven, don't do it for the SIE. Don't do it for the 63. Probably not worth it. But for the 65, 66, the $25 a month is worth it. If you're taking the seven, I think the 50 is worth it because you get all the option stuff. Plus, the, so you get two classes a week, the seven class and the options class. It works out to be like eight bucks a, eight bucks a class. It's not bad. Okay. Okay. Taking a seven on Tuesday, I've been scoring 67 as a practice test. So, Christine, it matters what exam. If it's STC, you got to go back and read for, like, read your lowest sections to build it up. If it's Kaplan, I'd still say read or watch videos on your lowest stuff, but you're closer. If you're in the high 60s, low 70s with Kaplan, you know enough to pass because it's really convoluted. STC, you want to be mid-70s. But if you're scoring seven Ds, you're probably okay. Uh, just make sure um, you got the options down and make sure you got um, – Make sure read read. I say this to everyone: read read customer accounts Sunday on uh, Monday night I, or Tuesday morning if you can. It is so important because it's it's going to give you questions. You're going to get um you're going to get maybe 15, 20 questions on on customer accounts and stuff, and you don't want that to be shit you forgot. Okay, okay, you failed it. I apologize. Okay, Joe Schmo. Okay, um, now I'll catch up to all. Now, um, I'm only what am I? I am 15 minutes behind. So just keep that in mind. Um, okay, so you failed it. That sucks. It's a hard test, right? So you have two choices. Either do the 63-65 combo, okay, and just get it done. You don't have to wait. Or just take a few days off. Now, since it's Monday, hopefully you've taken a few days off. Now just go back and read the book, okay? I know that sucks, but maybe just read the book cover to cover. Don't take notes. Just read. And and only thing you'll write down are things that you saw on the test. You go, oh, my God, I saw that. Jot it down so you know it. And then keep moving and, and then watch my videos on it. Watch your vendors' videos, whatever it is. Join a study group. I swear to God, go in the Facebook group. Remember, the Facebook group I'm running has over 5,000 uh, 5, people in it now, I think. And there's like 2,200 active people helping each other out. It's called FINRA Exam Prep with help from Capital Advantage Tutoring. That's the group that I run. I, I go on there. There's a bunch of little chats in there for each test. It's awesome. Super active, like ridiculously active. Um, everyone, every test is always like three or four people on at all times going through, uh, talking to people, starting study groups. That's, that's where you got to go. And you just join that. And after the live, if you applied, I'll let you in. Okay. It's free and it's private. So people I can't outside, can't see you say stuff, which is good. Okay. Happy to help you. Okay. Okay. No, I didn't answer. I was just strictly just. Because customer accounts is easy stuff, and it's it's, it's easy, and it's low-hanging fruit. And you don't want to give them up. Um, two questions on the disadvantages of TODs. I hear this all the time. The biggest disadvantage of a TOD, but I don't think it's a disadvantage, is that it supersedes the will. So if I set it up and I want Facebook user to be on my – I set my TOD up, and I have Facebook user as the beneficiary of my TOD. And then I write my will. I write my will, and it says I want all my money to go to blah, 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 my four kids. Well, whatever is in that TOD account supersedes the will. So what happens is that TOD account, all the money that's in the TOD, TOD, TOD account goes to the Facebook user, does not go to my children. So that is a problem. So if I die, say I want to change it, but I died too soon, that whoever is a beneficiary gets the money regardless of the will. Okay. <clears throat> that is awesome. Hold on. You get a little bit for this. Boom. Okay. That could be one. Beneficiaries have to pay state taxes. That might be interesting. They pay taxes on that. So, okay. 
Okay, Diego. Diego, my friend. Diego. Okay, my name is Indigo Montoya. Okay, so now, Diego, um, a sinking fund. So let's say you lent me money. And I'm going to pay it back over the next, like, 30 years or whatever, right? You lend me 10, 20 grand, and um, I'm going to pay it back over 30 years. So I'm going to pay you interest. But you, you, your biggest risk is that I won't pay you, okay? That's the risk, okay? So what they do is they set up a sinking fund. Usually this is for revenue bonds where I'm going to take some of my income and put it in a side pocket account to pay you back. Because remember, you let me a th- you let me 20 grand. I'm paying you interest every year. And at the end of 20 years or 30 years, I pay you back. But if you knew that I was putting money aside to, to pay you back a little bit, you'd be happy that it may feel better. So a sinking fund is literally the sinking fund is literally just when an issuer who issues the bond, the lent the borrower puts money aside into an escrow account to later call the bond. So it makes people feel better. It may it increases, it lowers the default risk. Because you know I'm putting money aside. Sean. Okay. Sean, that's awesome. Goodbye. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye, Sherwin Williams. I love it. Get boom, Equitable Advisors on Monday. I love it. You get you get a nice long weekend off and boom, right into it on Monday. I love that. You don't want too long a break because then you get lazy, you get fat like me. Okay. That is awesome, Sean. I'm so happy for you. Let's get on this. Get these tests out of the way. Okay. Do you mind helping me understand cost basis receiving dividends? Okay. So cost basis, I have videos on this, my taxes baby video, but it's in the Series 7 See, I have a, I'm having a mental block with that. That's going to be for the rest of my life. Crash course. Why can't I think of it? It's like weird. I'm going to have to change the name. So the Series 7 crash course has a taxes video. But cost basis is what you paid. So if you buy stock, if you buy 1,000 shares at 20, right? If you buy 1,000 shares at 20, your cost basis is 20 bucks or 20,000, depending on what you want to say. But it's $20. Three things do not affect cost basis. So if you sell a call, it does not affect cost basis. If you get a dividend, it does not affect cost basis unless you reinvest it. Then that extra that you put in would counter cost basis. And accrued interest does not affect cost basis. So when you buy stock, at, so that your cost base is what you pay. Buy stock at 20, it grows up. It grows to 30. The 30 is your proceeds. 30 is where you sell it. So 30 is your proceeds. So you buy it at 20, that's your cost basis. You sell it at 30, that's your proceeds. The difference is your capital gains, Okay. Um, if it's, if you hold it for more than a year, it's a long-term capital gain, which means it's taxed at a lower rate. If it's, if you hold it for a year or less, then it's a short-term capital gain and it's taxed like your ordinary income. Boom. Okay. Motivating mom. Okay. Yes, they can. They have to disclose it. Okay. Joe Schmo, we'll get to it. I'm just catching up to you. I promise you we'll get you. I promise you we'll get to you. Okay. Um, I'm thinking I'm go- we're gonna get there. I'm, I'm at twenty fifty one. So when you put it eight fifty one. So if you put it in in the last five minutes, we'll get to you. Um, can some of the fan loan account be approved? Yes, it's just a, you just have to have an outside business account. I mean, the question is the firm may not approve it. Although here's the thing: not everything of the OnlyFans is porn, right? Some of it isn't, but pretty much all, most of it is. Um, yeah, you just have to um, you just have to set up. You have to get permission. Well, you have to. Here's the thing. For an outside job, you just need to notify them. Now, here's the, here's why I keep saying permission. Most firms, a lot of the big firms, they have house rules where you need permission. They're allowed to do that. FINRA says you don't need permission. You just have to let them know unless it's for free. If you, But if you want to have an outside account, you need permission. Most firms have house rules where they require that if you want an outside job, 
If you have an outside job, you have to get permission because they want to make sure it doesn't conflict. Okay, Joe. Oh no, Jeff, it's gorilla like like gorilla uh, fighting like G U E. It's in the um, it's in the crash course playlist. After I passed the sixty six with no work experience in securities, I'm eighteen. What's a good first job? What place will hire me? Well, you can reach out to Vanguard. They'll do that. You can reach out to um, Fidelity. May or may not. I'm not sure if they need a degree, but they may not. Um, Edward Jones is hiring. I don't know that you need a degree. If you have the 66, you, I assume you have the SIE also, right? Um, that takes a lot of test risk off there. Like if you if you get hired as an entry-level job at your age, right, um, they might be worried that you won't pass an exam. But if you have the 66 behind you and the SIE already, that takes away a lot of the test risk because the 66 is hard. That means they're less worried about getting you to pass the 7. So, yeah, I would – if you go to if you can get into Fidelity or Vanguard, they don't expect you to call call. They just want you to talk to customers, and that would work. So go on the Fidelity website, the Vanguard website, even go to Edward Jones. The problem with Edward Jones is that they want you to start selling. They will pay you for the three years and train you, but it's very hard. It's very hard to, um, as an eighteen year old, to get people to give you money. It's just going to be very hard to do. So my thing is, you got I would just focus on. Those two jobs where you don't have to bring money in. I mean, you can look, you know, you can. The other thing is maybe since you're 18, if you get a job there, see a lot of them offer tuition reimbursement. So if you can get a job at Fidelity or Vanguard, I think they have tuition reimbursement and they can help you that way. Okay. Okay. Facebook use. That's okay. We'll just keep getting on it. Okay. We'll just keep going. We're going to just go back to reading. It's called Gorilla Style. It's a lot of tips and tricks. It's in the Crash Course playlist for the seven. Might even be in the SIU one. Secrets for the sixty-three. Don't worry, Joe. We're gonna get we're gonna get you through it. I promise. Okay. Um, secret. Yeah, again, you're a kid, you're young. So just go to those places, see what happens. Um, there's a place called Broker Hunter. I think it used to be around. It used to be a website. That's a place to look for jobs too. But again, it's gonna be hard as an eighteen-year-old. But if you think that you're gonna you can go to college, you might get somebody to like give you some tuition reimbursement too. Okay. Um, Facebook user, the secret on the 63, it's not harder than the seven. It just feels that way because it's all legal terms. You got to just, you got to get through the book once or twice. If you don't read the book, you're dead. Okay. Then once you're through that, you got to take that. This is the one exam. This is the one exam, um, that I'm a fan of taking a lot of tests. I want you to take as many tests as you can, because you got to get that timing down, not just answering the questions, you got to answer them right in the hour. And that's hard. Okay. But make sure do not fall asleep on ethics and dishonest activity. That's big prohibited activities. I think ethics and prohibited activities, that's a big part of it. And that's going to show up all over. You got to do that. Okay. Yeah. Jacob, if you, if you're going to do the 24, I would absolutely use STC. If you can, I wouldn't look Kaplan and Notman are okay. ST, as far as any exam other than the main, the seven and the 63, STC, any principal exam is better. STC is better. I have a link for that. You can use that, but it's STC is by far better than all the other vendors with the, with the principal exams. But here's the best thing. Focus on reading first. Read the book cover to cover. I say this for every test, but this is very important for the 24 because the 24 is no math. It's all about rules and regs. 
And as one of my customers said, my student said, he said, the entire test felt like your registered rep screwed up. How do you handle it? So that's the 24. Make sure that you're getting the regs done. Make sure you're reading. Make sure you're understanding because there's not a memory test. Okay, there are going to be dates on there, but it's much more about how do you handle situations that pop up. Yeah, Nico, it's, yeah, it's, uh, if you hit the join button, you'll see it. It's one hour. We, at 6 p.m., we do the 65 and 66, and that's 6 p.m. Eastern. Okay? Okay. Okay, right. So, yes, Facebook user, I do tutor myself. That's what these are for, so I don't want to push it on here. I mentioned it once, and there's my website on the scrolling along the bottom. But I would focus on, if you can do the three-day course, do it. Absolutely. It'll help. It absolutely help. Um, don't forget to join the study groups. On the, since you're in Facebook, you know the group. So go in there. Go on the 66 chat thing and tell people you want to join. I do the clip. Remember, I do the 65, 66 classes every Friday night. It costs 25 bucks a month. It's like a, what is it, like eight bucks a week. What is it? Eight, yeah. Five, six bucks a week. Okay. For a class, for an hour long class, it's dirt cheap, okay? So that's another thing. And you get on there and the other people want to start study groups and they help each other out. It really is helpful, okay? Isabel, that's every Friday night at 7 p.m., okay? By the way, Joe, I'm going to say one thing. Misty, how are you? I'm going to say one thing. Passing the 66 at 18 is phenomenal. Is phenomenal. It, that's unbelievable. That's really, really impressive. You're going to feel good about that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Nico, I'll get you on that. Okay. Um, failed the essay three times. I know that. Needed a live course. That is where I learned. Kept on a live course for three days. It really helped me. Yeah, Marquez Esposito is usually, he's one of the better teachers, so he's really good on that. That's awesome. Okay. There you go. I help a little bit. So I, that's my little bit alive. I appreciate it. Okay. So I think we're handled. We're good. Again, super impressive that you at 18. Okay. Okay. Nico. Now I'll get to, I'll answer your other question too. Is STC better than Kaplan for the six, for the 66? Here's the thing. I like STC a lot. Okay. I do. I like them. I like achievable. I, I think the perfect storm is like either by STC or achievable and by the Kaplan Q Bank. Okay. And not because I love their questions. I don't. It's just that they have a lot of them. They have thousands of questions. Although STC is coming out with some new stuff in about a month, which is going to be really a lot of fun. Okay. Um, okay. So now, Nico, back to this. So qualification, coordination, and notice phone. So remember this. If you get – just remember this. And I have the videos that do this. Okay. I have a whole video on can I sell a security. So qualification is one state only. Remember that. Qualification is one state only. Only you register with the administrator and they then they declare you effective when they do. Coordination is both the SEC and guys, and this is it's funny how a lot of times it becomes a theme. So a lot of these questions are 65, 66 questions, but it could be for any exam, obviously. Now, um, coordination is when you're registered with the, with the SEC and states. So what happens is if you're register if you're going to register to sell your securities in one state only, you do qualification. The Fed doesn't really have jurisdiction. But once you're in a second state, you cross the state line. So now the SEC is involved because it's federal. So you're going to have to register with the SEC and the states at the same time. Okay. So yes. And what happens is 
when the SEC declares you effective, not approved, effective, the states go along with it. As long as it's been in, as long as the paperwork's been in for at least 10 days. Um, what a good thing is, let's see. So they so whenever they say, what can a register rep say about registration? It's the most covering comment you can think of. It can be lawfully sold. We have, they have to, the regulator hasn't ascertained the merit of the security or the person selling it. No, no certified that it's complete. No saying that it's not misleading. None of that stuff is literally the most mundane thing you can think of. Okay. Okay. Oh, so qualification is one state. Coordination is multiple states in the SEC. They're coordinating between the SEC and the states. So, Alice, you remember that. Being registered with the SEC doesn't automatically make you federally covered because if you're not on an exchange or mutual fund, then you still have to register. Now, notice filing is for pretty much for certain federal covered securities, meaning mutual funds and Reg D. So they don't have to register at the state, but they have notice file. What does notice file mean? It means just send the paperwork in. They don't have jurisdiction over you other than anti-fraud, but they still have to just file the paperwork and pay the damn state filing fees. Because remember, no state does anything for free. Okay. Um, okay, so a broker dealer can pay an administrative assistant for administrative assistant one for if they want commissions and stuff, it's if they're registered only, okay, in the same place. But if they want to pay the admin a bonus based on total revenue of the firm, that's totally fine. They don't have to be registered. So if they want to pay them a portion of the of the commissions or fees, they gotta be registered. If they want to just get a salary and a bonus for a good job or based on wink wink how the firm did then they don't need to be registered. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, but it, it's good. Look, you got to make money whatever way you can, okay? Okay. Natty, okay. don't sweat the formulas. There are not that many. Seriously, there aren't that many. hope there's not somebody robbing us. Okay, so there aren't that many. If you know current yield, if you know how to do total return, the, the present value, future value stuff, you don't need to know the formulas. You just need to recognize them. You need to know that present value, you need future value, interest rate, and years of return. And for for future value, you need present value rate and years years that returning. Not that big. You have to re be able to recognize P-E ratio, recognize earnings per share. Other than that, you're not you're going to get maybe one or two math questions on the whole thing. It's much more about recognizing. I have videos on that. I have a quick and dirty video. If you want the NPV ones, I have a time value video. I have a, a, a rule of 72, which I haven't seen anyone get yet, but I haven't seen a lot of people get a test question on it, but I did it anyway. And I think in that rule of 72 video, I think I did three other formulas that will help. But again, don't sweat the formulas too much. They're not You may get them, but they're not going to be the thing that fails you. Good. I hope we're on the right. Okay. A year ago, I feel like a story. I got my Series 7 and 63. My firm uses not my marks. Fast forward. I'm having a hard time trying to get through the 65 material. I'm doing some of my own after work. Do you have any tips on how to overcome this mental stuff? Okay. So here's the thing. The 65 is a lot of overlap. I wish they had had you taken it a year ago, which is fine. So I would say before you start, because there's a lot of overlap, either watch my seven videos or my SIE playlist videos or my seven playlist videos, just the first eight or nine, just to get back in the swing of the products. Okay. And then just because remember, this reg stuff will come back to you because you passed the 63. So you obviously can do it. But the other stuff you may want to watch, watch my playlist. It'll help. Maybe instead of, if you don't feel like reading, right? So if you're not, if you're not looking to read so much, right? If you don't want to read, watch my videos. That'll help. Okay. 
but I, I'm a big fan of reading, but I understand it's hard to get in there. Um, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of morning. If you can, do it in the morning before work. You're miserable already when you get up, right? You're already miserable anyway. So you might as well just get up and study. Because think, if you study in the morning, then you don't study at night. So then you have your, nothing. You have basically nothing to look forward to, like the whole night to look forward to. Just an idea. Again, I don't know that they're better than Kaplan for the STC, but they do the non-reg stuff better, right? So anything with the second half of the 66, STC does a better job. I think Kaplan may do a slightly better job with the with the state stuff, but not enough to switch. You know what I'm saying? So if you have Kaplan already, you're fine. If you have STC already, you're fine. But if that's why I tell everyone to buy the STC and then buy the Kaplan QBank because you can't buy the Q, the STC QBank. That's it. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, the Facebook group is, no, don't worry about it. Don't sweat. It's called FINRA. There's two of them. There's 65, 66 exam prep, just straight up that. Or the one that has a lot of people in it and a lot of chats is FINRA exam prep with help from Capital Advantage Tutoring. So it's FINRA exam prep with help from Capital Advantage Tutoring. I saw it because Brittany just got it. Okay. So doing that, there's a bunch of study groups. There's the groups, they do study groups. It's great stuff. Okay. I caught up. I mean, I got to get out of here early. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, accrued interest maybe. So do we know what accrued interest is, right? I'm not going to do the math for you, but understand what accrued interest is. So if you buy a bond, bonds pay every six months, right? So if you buy a bond in between those payments, well, the person who sold it to you has owned it from the last payment. They've been earning interest every day. So every day they earn interest. So if you sell, if you buy it from them halfway through, you you have when you buy the bond, you have to pay them. You have to pay them the interest that they've earned from the last payment to the day before settlement. So, and then, because remember, if you say it's a 10% bond, you're getting 50 bucks every six months, right? So if you buy the bond halfway through, you're going to owe them like 25, well, if it's a 5% bond, well, 10% bond, 50 bucks every six months. If you buy it halfway through, you're going to have to pay them $25 on top of the price of the bond. Okay. That's kind of, Okay. Okay, um, so that's just a credit interest. Just remember, when they you don't have to, they will not make you do the math most likely. But what they could do is ask you how do we calculate. So if it's a corporate or a muni, it's a thirty day month and a three hundred sixty day year, and and remember it settles T plus two. So you, so if you buy it on Monday, it settles on Wednesday. You count from Tuesday backwards to the last payment date. If you buy a treasury, it's T plus one, an actual. So in corporates and munis, every month is 30, whether it's February or 31 day month, it's always 30 months, 30 days. On a treasury, it's it's actual. January is 31, February is 28 or 29 this year. Um, yeah, my Amazon is freaking out about that because it says one year ago today, it says nothing happened on March 1st. Um, then then like March is 31, April is 30, May is 31, all that they count the actual they count the actual days and it's T plus one settlement. So if you buy it on Monday, go cool, okay. You you buy it on Monday, it settles on the next day. So you count to Monday backwards. Okay. Okay. Um <clears throat> go back to reading, Peter. That's not a good score. Okay. Hold on fast. That could, if it's your, remember, if that's your first final, then don't worry about it. 
because that, always the first one's like the wonky pancake. You never know. If you can't get above in the 50, that's a really bad score. I'm just saying it. Achievable the first time through is a little convoluted too. Just remember that. Go, um, they're hard. They're hard questions sometimes. But once you get used to them, they get easier. And that's why people complain. But their first time through, they're super, they're strong and they're hard. Um, Lakeview, I'll get to in a second. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, I would, so I would absolutely go to, uh, go back to reading. But I would take one more to see where you are. To see if that's a real score. Like when you went over it, like part Peter, when you went over it, did, when you reviewed it, which I hope you did, did you find, like, was it a lot of stupid mistakes? Or was it like, um, like, did you not know it? If it's, you didn't know it, you got to read. But if it's dumb mistakes because you misread, they tricked you, a lot of knots and accepts, then don't worry about it too much. They will do that on the exam, but not to the same extent. Okay. Lakeview Skier, thank you. Came across the stream while on YouTube Shorts. Past the SA7 and 66. One, two, three, boom. Okay. My content was a huge reason. I agree. I, I I I agree. I think it is. But what I'm saying is it's mostly look, here's what I tell everyone. I get a lot of texts. I get texts every day and messages, and I appreciate them. I absolutely love them. Um, they say, you know, you're the reason I passed. Look, I helped, but understand me, I can't pull you across the finish. I try to pull you across the finish line, right? I'll help you and I get you put maybe, maybe gap the difference. But remember something, you need to understand that if you pass this exam, you earned it, okay? You absolutely worked your ass off and you deserve to, you deserve to pass. I may have helped you and cheer John, but you did the work and you nailed this thing. So you need to be proud of yourself, a little back, pat, pat yourself on the back when you pay any one of these exams, SIE, 7, 63, 66, 6, whatever it is, be happy that you passed it. They're big, okay? Okay. Okay. Right, no problem. Just yeah, if you make, I'm less worried about the stupid mistakes than about the lack of knowledge. So if you go over something and it's like, wow, I didn't know that. That's a that's a reading thing. Okay, okay. Um, not too bad. Ryan S just passed the seven today. I love that. That's awesome. Kim Beth Hudson, boom. Any suggestion? Failed yesterday. So what do you do if you fail? What's the first thing you do, guys? I'm going to end it on this. Right. So if you fail. Not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. For the most, sometimes it is because you get lose your job. But again, not the end of the world. Because maybe you take six months off or you go back, you do something else, and you find a job that actually is fun. Um, look, if you fail, if you're going to fail, say you fail today, tell everyone today, okay? And I just did a video on did people stop giving advice because whatever, I'll come back to that. So... It's it's called it's Miko. It's called it's fin it's called Finra exam prep with help from Capital Advantage tutoring. Let's see if I can put it in here. I don't know if I can do it in the link. Let's see. What wrong one? Not Finra. Log into Finra. Be oosh. Boom 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 boom. I'm gonna put the link in here. Share. Copy link. I think I can. Okay, let's see if this goes to everyone. Does that go to everyone? I think it does. So that's the face. If you want to click on that link, that should help you. Okay. Okay. Um, so if you miss, tell everyone today, get the pain out, make the today. Take your day or two off. Seriously, take your day or two off. 
So if you fell today, take off till take Friday off. Maybe even Saturday, go out to your friends, whatever it is. Then go back on Sunday, just start reading the book. Just go back to reading the book, cover to cover. You have 30 days, models are used it right. Read it cover to cover. Don't take notes. Don't take flashcards. The only thing you write down are stuff that you read and you go, one, I don't know it. That's legitimately worth reading. And two, oh my God, I saw that on the exam. That's the stuff you put on, that you write on. Don't go crazy on note taking. It really is not a thing. Okay. Boom. Justin, good luck. You're going to nail this. Get some sleep. I promise you. Okay. Um, when I did the video on it, it's going to go out in a couple minutes. Um, it's on TikTok already. If you guys want to check me out, I have a, I'm on Instagram at Series 7 Whisper, and I'm on TikTok under Series 7 Whisper. Check those two out, though. If you just type in Series 7 on TikTok, you'll get me. I'm, I'm, boom, all of it. Okay, so now. Now. Let's see. Yes. So here, so here's the question. Just started studying for the seven. Should I just read the book first time through? Yes. Get through the book one full time. Don't take a lot of notes. Very little notes. Almost no notes. Just sit down, read it. Try to get the words in your head. Then go back and don't do the quizzes during it. At the end, depending on what you have, if you have chapter quizzes or progress exams, do those at the end. If you have to create your own exam, do like 10 to 15 question tests on each chapter on itself. This way you absolutely find out where you're weak and what you're retained. And then after you're done, okay, so after you do those chapters, anything under 70, reread or watch a video on. Then once you're done with those and you're passing all of them, then you take finals and then you'll beat the shit out of this test like a bad bitch. That's the way it works. So my my thing was stop giving advice, okay? If the person asks for help, give it to them. But if they don't give it to them, just be supportive. Don't tell them how you studied unless they ask. They don't care. They don't want to hear it. People study differently. Like I had one guy, he can't we went even on Reddit, which it's fine. Reddit is toxic. It is what it is. But somebody posted, Oh, I studied for three days for the seven and I passed. And you know, that's great. But he failed to mention that he had an MBA in finance. And so it's like, okay, that's you're making people feel bad, right? Okay. So it's not the same. So don't don't and don't send him a text in the morning and say good luck, because they don't see it. It's just more nerves. The bigger one, and this is what I see on the Facebook group, um, even the messages. They post on, they post on, hey, blah, 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 whoever's taking it, did you take it yet? And now, here's the thing on this. Yeah, if they pass, that's great. They're not going to care. But if they fail, now everyone knows, is everyone's watching, waiting to see if, that's the feel. They're not, nobody really cares. But the feel is that, oh, my God, if you fail, I if somebody just posted that I failed, then I got to mention it. Let them come to their, I promise you, if they pass or fail, you will find out on your own. You don't need to know right away. So I'm telling everyone, please. Yes, on here, say good stuff. But the morning of, don't send him anything the morning of. They're not listening to it. It's not going to help him better. It's not going to make him be smarter. I just think it's going to be tough. Oh, yes, the book and nothing else first. Don't You can watch videos, but don't take notes. Don't do flashcards. Don't take tests. Boom. Okay. Okay. This I, I tell everyone, read the book. Read the book straight cover to cover. It's big. It's boring. It's whatever it is. If you can get the STC book or the Kaplan book or whatever, if you really want to learn, get the Achievable. It's fucking awesome. Okay? It, 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 now, I tell everyone, I love multiple vendors. So I say, if you're going to buy the Achievable or the STC, buy the Kaplan Cubing. Michael Weiss in, in, in the Facebook group or on Series 7 Exam Reddit. It's called Series 7 Exam, The all, all the words. He has a link for um, getting a 10% or whatever discount off of Kaplan. And you can get the questions for like 50, 60 bucks, right? Okay. Um, focus on reading first. Then same thing. There's no difference. Just makes, as I tell everyone at the 66, 
it's funny. That's the one test where people feel like they're doing better than they are because it, they're they're not so much tricky, but they're nuanced. Where you a lot of times they'll give you two right answers, or one one is very right and one is eh, not right, but it looks right. And the one that do, looks sort of right is the first one. So you'd stop at that. You don't even get to the one that's right. So pay attention on the sixty-six. It's a bitch of a test. It really is. I'm not even hired, but the manager may have an opening. Told me to get the 66 in two weeks, which is not enough time to study. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, if you're did you pay if you paid for it yourself, okay? If you're not in the six, if you're not at least in the 70s by Monday, okay, think about just doing a no-show. I mean, because if you're not in the 70s, you're gonna have a tough time passing this exam. So, I mean, you could, but it's tough. And I always say your first attempt is your best attempt, your best chance of passing. Doesn't mean you won't pass on the other two. It's just got to work. And it's stressful, the hard to get. It's, a lot of people say it's hard to get motivated again um, into into doing this again. But um, like Alexa just said that, she has a tough time getting back into it. And that's not that's not unusual. A lot of people do that. <clears throat> um, I would say if you're not in the 70s, solid 70s, by Monday, if you do a no-show, it's not an attempt. They just reset it. And, yes, you paid for it. You have to pay a fee. But it's better than failing and having to wait 30 days. You know what? I mean, I'm not, once you pass, you'll, there's no record of you failing. But, I mean, why why deal with that for 30 days? You'd, be, you'd be better off doing a no-show, paying the fee, the 150 bucks. And, again, I'm not writing your checks for you. But um, And then wait a week and pass it versus having to miss and pay 30 days. Because right now with 40s, I'd say you're not ready, but again, it's your first one. You have to see what the next the next couple of days bring up, and they go from there. Okay, and if you want, if you want, and if you're not sure, post a comment, join the Facebook group, and then you can say it in there, and I'll probably see it. If you use the Monday night, you say what you're doing. Um, people, I'll see it, and we'll, we we can have conversations on there about feedback or whether you should take it or not. Okay. Oh, gosh, you hit me at the end of the day. I love when they hit me the hard question at the end. Okay. So I don't have the, um, I have a better idea. I'm actually going to save you some trouble. Okay. Because I don't have my Zoom up and I'm not going to put it, I'm not going to ramp it up now. Hold on. But I'm not going to leave you in a lurch. Okay. Where are we? Share. Okay. Your Facebook user, you should see this. This is a link to my now. The first half is the bond triangle, but the second half I do the seesaw. Anyone want to know the bond triangle? That's massive on the 65, the SA and the seven. That bond triangle video will, will help a lot. Okay. Yeah, let me see if I can do that. Um, let me see if I can try. I might be able to. Let's see. But it's easy. I mean, I'm gonna do it, but if you just go to my videos while I'm doing this, I'm trying to do it for you. Um YouTube Studio. Oh, let's see. Burn. Oh, here we go. Number six. Four hundred members. That's insane. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Here we go. So Nico, Nico, Nico Suave, Peter. 
that's one thing. I'll be blunt. I will be that. That's the link. If anyone wants to join the membership, that should be the link to the membership. If you don't see it, just go to my YouTube channel. Uh, here, I'm going to tell you guys a little advice. Don't do this on your phone. Because if you do it on your iPhone, Apple adds 30%. So it's not 25 bucks, it ends up being 30. So do it on a laptop or desktop or, or an Android, and they don't charge an extra 30%. Just keep that in mind. I was trying to figure out why ever, some people are paying $65 for stuff, and it was because it was because Apple adds 30%. Okay, I think we're in good. I think we got some stuff. Um, I hope Facebook user, I hope you grabbed that link. It'll help you. Because just remember, if it's a discount bond, it goes coupon. Current yields maturity yields are close. So on a discount bond, the coupons are lowest, and then all the yields are higher. And on a premium bond, coupons are highest, all the other yields are low. That's what the whole point is, is that if you see a bond where it says you bought an 8% bond, that's the coupon or the nominal for 6%. While the coupon's higher than the yield, it has to be a premium. But if you bought an 8% bond for 9%, then the coupon's lower than the yield. It has to be a discount. You'll see. I do that in the video. I do it a really good job. Well, again, I'm biased that it's me but i think i'm based it means i'm telling the truth right okay so good um i think we got this i think we had a good night a night's thursday we got up to 60 people at one point i love it on and off who knows okay everyone i love you i see you guys in what friday oh here we go anarchy chicken hit me at the last second okay i don't think they are okay um Mature, no, maturity is on a discount. Maturity is always the hot, the second to highest. It's never the highest or the lowest, right? On a discount, it's right below yield to call. And on a premium, it's right below current yield. So yield to maturity is always in between current yield and yield to call. It's the, the second one from the top on a discount. And it's the second one from the bottom on a premium. Fine. Kim, watch that. Watch that video. It'll help. Okay. Okay. I think they're easier. Okay. I love it. I love achievable. I think, I think for the SIE, there's no one better. And I think they teach this stuff better than anyone else. But some people, I think they have a lot of questions, but I think some people get used to the pattern a little bit, but the first time through they're super challenging. Okay. Um, what I'm saying is that I don't think, I think they're okay. I think for the, I think for the SIE, it'll help you pass. But if you want to see where you are, Go to my channel, go to my channel, go to my playlist, and there's a playlist called Practice Findings, okay? Okay. Kim, I thank you very much. Oh, oh, it's in the kitchen. I was showing my grandson. I know. I love it. I Hold on. Stay there, everyone. Hello. Hello. So, Edward Jones got me this bobblehead. How awesome is that? As my daughter said, from the neck up, it looks at me. From the down, they were very generous and making me look thin. Okay. Um, I would go on my practice practice playlist. Okay, go on my practice playlist. Boom, Vinici. Um, okay, that's so. Okay, um, go through my practice, and I have a few exams on there. Those are more accurate to where the test will be, especially the first one. 
It's the 75 question. It's ear. It's very, very accurate. But the other thing, Anarchy, go on the website and take the S the uh, FINRA one. We'll leave the par out. Okay, so go. No, it's coupon. So instead of so Facebook user, instead of par, put coupon. Coupon or nominal, then current, then yield to call, yield to match. It's always left to right, right? So it's left to right discount and left to right premium. It works. So, if it, but remember, it's not par. It's coupon or nominal. Boom. Okay. Yes, hundred percent. Go do yeah, hundred percent. You can. I'm telling you, you can pass. Is the thing if you take? But here's the one thing: make sure you have you anarchy. Did you go through my crash course, my essay? Go through my SIE crash course stuff tonight. You're good if you understand that stuff. You're getting. You're gonna rock this thing. Take your time and remember before you hit, before you hit the first question, before you hit submit, go back and check the first five. That's when everyone's the most nervous. Okay. Okay. Boom. Okay. Just keep doing. I think they're good. I think the first couple of times are they're really hard, and then you start getting into their wording a little bit. Just like with every vendor, they start getting easier as you go along. Okay. Oh my God, Sarah, you're set. As long as you don't panic, you're gonna be fine. You, there's no real, very little risk. Kaplan's legitimately harder than the exam, and if you're getting seventy nine on their mastery, their mastery is a hard ass test. If you're getting that, you know your shit. As long as you didn't memorize and take it more than once, you're in good shape. That's a really good score. Okay. I think they will help. Yes, they do. Of course, Lucas, they absolutely do. Because I, I on my videos, I try very hard not to use numbers, okay? Because the only thing that really changes are numbers. Like gift is 18 grand or 17 grand. I try not to do it, but those are stuff you can figure out, Okay. Not the securities markets hasn't changed that much. They add stuff, they don't take away. Okay. I mean, not a lot of stuff. It's not like they got took away short sales and stuff like that. Most of it, 99.7 is the same, except for some numbers and stuff like that. Okay. Boom. Good night, guys. I love it. I'm heading out of here. And I love it, guys. Let's go, Let's go. Let's go.